0: Welcome to Exposure Therapy. And this week my guest is my a friend Jesse Ryan from Grand Prairie, Alberta. Uh, Jesse, thanks for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's
0: uh for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to fight yours. You're over here on the screen, but the camera's over here. So I'm gonna probably be staring yeah. over here for most of the time. It feels weird. Um anyways, I, I just a uh, quick introduction for you, Jesse. I met Jesse like last last week or so. Um maybe, was it two weeks ago, last week? Last week. Uh, Last week, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just uh, put a message in a local photographer's group looking for somebody to join me to go create some content in Jasper, Alberta. And uh, Jesse came along for that day and uh, we had a great time doing all sorts of stuff. And I just got to know him a little bit and I thought it'd be really exciting to share some of his work uh, on today's show because uh, I think he's got some great stuff. So uh, Jesse, thanks for coming on again and. I guess before we kinda of get into picking on your work, uh what, what got you into photography in the
1: first place? Like what what tell me about him. Probably spawned from when uh my dad basically had a camera in hand all the time, so I always kinda had one as well. So I think I started with like a Canon AE one and uh it's something that he gave me and I still have one over here. But uh it's uh something that kind of sits on the shelf now but i use it once in a while now i kind of got back into shooting some film and developing myself but uh through high school just even the photography club kind of just doing the darkroom thing and learning that stuff and then uh, progressively gaining hopefully more knowledge and uh just kind of rolling through new cameras as the things got better um Picked up, uh, not too many. I don't think I did any courses. I did. Might have done one course in Vancouver when I was there, and uh, just shooting film as well, and darkroom stuff.
0: Do you prefer? Do you prefer uh prefer film to digital, or do you? What do you? Do yeah. Well, a...
1: Once I got that uh, Canon Rebel XT digital, it it kind of clicked. That that was the way to go. So, yeah. yeah. But then you get the big laptop and cd drives and stuff like that at that time everything was so much older and kind of crappier now your phone takes so much better photos now than that stuff but um yeah it's once the digital stuff came out that's when i really kind of let go of the film
0: i remember you saying uh we were hanging out the dan jasper that you were um when you started out you were a dedicated black and white photographer and that's what you shot intentionally can you talk about that a little bit why you chose that? what do you like about black and white
1: um, I like the contrast uh, and just kind of finding the light with that. Um, it's, it's all we shot, too, so uh, typically I just had, like, a Tri-X 400 in and walked around Vancouver or uh, shot my own wedding. Um, keep things nice and cheap for a wedding, which is nice, so. Was that using, like, a tripod and stuff like that? Uh, no, just handheld. I like, had it in my hand <laughs> <laughs> Just selfies yeah. the whole time, basically. Yeah. Too many about for, It was on the wall in river, so it was just, yeah. We got yelled at by a jogger for being on the seawall, and <laughs> so yeah. And then when I, the shots together, my dad grabbed the camera and uh, shot yeah. us. But from there on, it's like I did the bouquet and all that stuff. But uh, we have them on the wall still, so a little bit, yeah. But that was that was a ways back back in the day. 2005,
0: so that's definitely a way to save some save some capital for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, dollars for the whole thing. Yeah, so. amazing. Um, so what do you shoot on now?
1: I have a um Canon uh 5D Mark III that I love, and uh, a EOS R, and uh, I I love the R. It's great. The autofocus is so much faster.
0: Okay, so you've not only gone from film camera to d s l. r but now you got from d s l. r to mirrorless and you got from d s l r to mirrorless in the same uh ecosystem the canon ecosystem so what uh yeah. what's your experience making the switch and what like do you have a a preference like what do you like about each of them and what are the drawbacks i guess when you're comparing the two
1: uh I think I have a hard time getting rid of the d s l. r um for some reason it just i like having the mirror. Like the lockup or whatever, I'm using uh, long exposure. It's either that or just like having two camera bodies, and uh, that that Mark III is is uh, a workhorse. It hasn't let me down at all, anyways. But uh, I thought I'd like a mirrorless, but I I, try, I pretty much use the mirrorless majority of the time. Well, and uh, I have a small little home studio setup, so I'll use my the DSLR in here. And know, it works good, Mr. Obes.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing I noticed about uh, using a flash with my mirrorless, and I didn't realize this, I had an on-electronic shutter, and uh, the, I couldn't trigger the flash, and I couldn't figure it out. And then I thought, okay, maybe it's the actual actuation of the sh- the mechanical shutter that does it. So I switched it yeah. to mechanical shutter, and the flash worked. So I d- I did. Maybe I'm dumb, I didn't know that, but I stumbled upon that accidentally.
1: <laughs> yeah, i I did the same thing too. yeah, yeah, and then YouTube always helps out. <laughs> so.
0: I also noticed uh, we uh, as we'll talk about, I guess later on today, about some of the fires we have uh, recently. i was I was out last night doing a long exposure, and uh, I was trying to I, I couldn't get it to go past like a fifth of a second or something like this and or or uh, half a second. and I was trying to get it to go to a thirty second long exposure. And uh again it was because I had it on electronic shutter, if I changed it to mechanical shutter, it kinda of released that goes up to uh, a thirty second shutter release. Right. So uh anyways electronic shutter I guess has its uh, has its limitations, but I didn't know about any of those. You just kinda experiment with it and, and discover them as you
1: go. It's hard to do it in the dark too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess, right?
1: When <laughs> like things are happening like the the virus yeah. or yeah or trying to shoot an OP way or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You uh,
0: you shoot a lot of uh, Milky Way and Aurora stuff, right? Like, I've seen that yeah. a lot in your account, and I'm uh, really excited to touch on some of those here because uh, that's that's something I really like about your work is uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. that nature, that weather, that, that stellar photography, astrophotography, I guess you call it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, really cool. By the way, thanks for coming with me the other day. Uh, I could to awesome. Jasper as a complete yeah. stranger, but it was a good time,
1: and I'm uh, glad we had yeah, it. You never, you never know at the same time. I haven't a... I don't really, I go out alone a lot, so typically it's just me, and uh, at night, in the dark, and it's, it's the bears, the right. bears, bear. yeah. the
0: <laughs> so bears, the nice the
1: meet some people, and just do it with them, because then, you know, you have that little bit of a security tent with somebody else.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, now, let's, uh, let's dig into some of your photos here. Tell me about this guy.
1: Uh, This guy uh, was a pretty spectacular day. It started off lightning storms in the morning. Um, uh, I kind of chased that around from like 5 a.m. And then the sunrise came and it was in there's canola fields. And I got beautiful shots in the sunrise and uh, and even like uh, storm cells up here in Grand Prairie. Uh, So this shot here is uh, a pano. uh, It's five shots mixed into one um, blended. And uh, all within probably 35 seconds of each other, like uh, probably eight seconds each Each lightning storm, each shot. So it, uh, it was pretty electric night, that's for sure. Um, it was pretty far away, so that's looking west from Grand Prairie towards like Beaver Lodge or um, the area that's on fire right now anyways. But this is uh, a couple of years ago. Um, uh, after, the, once the rain started, it packed it up and started heading back home, and then it was like a strobe light all the way home. It was just the most crazy night, but uh, to see all those lightning strikes and catch them all in one like that, I thought it was a pretty nice panel. So this is
0: a panoramic. Now, are you shooting this vertically, but then panning across?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was using actually a 50 mil uh, 1.2, and uh, I can't remember the exact settings, but it was... It was pretty close to, like, probably an 8 or 10-second exposure just to catch the lightnings. And then I'd make it around.
0: Now, for uh, for these panoramic shots, um, do you stitch, I guess you select the shots, but do you, stitch, like, do you stitch them together manually, or
1: is it? Is there an AI that does that for you now? Um, this was a of the Lightroom setup. So in the Lightroom panel, I grabbed all five files and I got that Lightroom dudes' thing. So amazing. it worked actually really pretty good. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go and Photoshop and stitch for yourself, but uh it's nice that it, Lightroom light room can do so much more.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so you're
0: talking about those Milky Way shots. And uh, I'm a sucker for a good reflection shot too, and a good silhouette shot. So you kinda you're kinda
1: yeah. hitting all the hitting all the all the good spots. <laughs> this was a, a pretty cool night too. Uh I was on my way to Uh, A friend stag in the Kootenays in DC. And um, I kind of planned it to where I'd be at Nancy Green Lake, where that lake is. And it uh, uh, just for the evening, I'd stay there and then head to the stag afterwards. But I had a little chair with me and uh, I had a beer a couple years ago. I quit drinking now, but I put my feet in the water and threw in some Cake Floyd and just put the tripod on. a time lapse and just let her go and this is luckily a, I hit I hit the day on the head and the weather was perfect and you can hear the fish jumping in the water too. So in the time lapse you see little ripples in the water and uh it, it was pretty nice. Well three hours I took I spent there and uh this then I went for a camp on the tent afterwards but um I think the ISO was pretty high on this one about ten thousand. I didn't want to keep the Star Trek get any many Star Trolls, so yeah. Um, I think around eight or ten seconds for the exposure time, and then oh. enhanced a bit on the on the Lightroom as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but Man. ten thousand, everything just kind of brightens up. And I that's using a Sigma twenty millimeter, one point four.
0: And is it at one point four probably, or is it?
1: Yeah, I'd say that's one point four. Yeah, as open as you can get.
0: And are you just, for a focus point, do you just kind of pick in any objects you can kind of identify in the sky as a focus point to get the stars sharp, or how
1: do you yeah. do I pick the brightest star or planet in that case, and then I just I uh, I zoom in as far as I can and, and focus in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, being a prime also, I not much zoom in, but just digitally, like optically, or digitally doing it. So Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, just try to make every everything pin sharp as much as possible.
0: Awesome, yeah. That's uh one thing I'll struggle with. I guess so. One thing I I haven't really tried on my long exposures like that is, especially in like the real dark, is I want to try to make sure. Usually, if I'm doing long exposures, I'm not like looking for really separation of so direct. I'm showing like a whole maybe scene, and I want everything yeah. sharp from front yeah. to back. And I guess it was focus stacking as uh, well. I could do with long exposures, but normally I I crank my f stop like way up to like a like, I don't go lower than 11, probably, maybe 16, 22 quite often. Oh, yeah. I do I do get those, like, super razor sharp, like, <laughs> uh, so what do you call them, the sun stars or whatever? Little yeah, starbursts. Yeah, starburst, or yeah. whatever that come off the lights and stuff. And yeah. it could look cool to a degree, but in some cases, I think it destroys the picture. And yeah. uh, so maybe maybe uh, trying to lower ISO there and maybe focus stacking you'd be the solution for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. At nighttime, you don't, I mean, you don't need ND filters really, so. Uh, your lens is pretty naked, but mm. daytime long exposures can be done too with good, you know, with a ten stop or something like that. Yeah, it can. You can close your f-stop up a little more.
0: Nice. Uh, and actually, now that I think about it, well, no, okay, not all of these, but there's a majority of these I think are long exposures.
1: Yeah, right? a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe you have. And like could, this one was a, not a long exposure. This was just a multiple exposure into one. Yeah,
1: I guess it'd be a long exposure too for those lightning strikes. But uh, okay. just because you have to have it open, just you never know what's going to hit. Yeah. But it has to be short enough where it's not going to blow out your scene. Out there. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is a daytime longer exposure.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is in the fall. Uh, Adams Lake in D.C. In outside of Kamloops um this is the flume trail it's one of my favorite spots to go um, just it's always so beautiful the smells the the decay of the, the leaves um uh, this is actually off the path like kind of followed up the river a little further um off off the path so i can get this i don't know i've never been to this spot before until that day and that rock is actually massive it's both bigger than a, a full-size truck Oh wow! Yeah, so yeah, this perspective is a little different, but right. Well, uh, uh, I've been up to this bloom trail where the salmon uh, run is too. So sometimes you see salmon spawning up here, and then uh, lots of bears too. Lots, of, always lots of bears. You, know.
0: you encounter, uh, you encounter them, or have you encountered them often on your uh, on your journeys?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even when you don't think they're there, they're they're probably there. Yeah, do you have uh, an example of a close call? Uh, I was in Tumblr the Ridge last fall, and I was going up to uh, Bergeon Falls, and I was alone, and uh, it was a longer hike than I thought. So, I just had a knife and an old can of air spray, which I probably should re- or get a new one of. And uh, every time I was moving, I heard rustling, and uh, I stopped. It stopped. I kept going. It kept going, and then there's a uh, Bear shit in the in the pathway with a wolf paw in the middle of it, and I was like, "Well, here we go." So, <laughs> you you just start singing to yourself and whistling, and uh, there's not much for service out there. But on my way back, I actually had some, and I just called called my wife, and we just chatted on the way back. So it's that's where it's nice to have, uh, you know, some new friends to go with. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't stop you. You just keep keep going to the destination. Yeah.
0: That's right. Actually, now that I think about it, now that I play it back in my head, I see your tactics. Because when we were going up to the, we went to the top of a mount. We took a gondola up to Whistler, and then we walked up to the summit. And uh, I had to stop because I was gassed like a couple of times up the way. And uh, I see you don't have to run faster than the bearers. Have to run faster than me. So that's why I was. That's why I was there. That was my purpose. Right. It was path yeah. hotter, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We. Were, I mean, it's fewer pickings up that up that side. But... Yeah. <laughs> Not as many people went up that far.
0: Are you seeing this? Is this, is this just me or is this uh,
1: actually like... It kind of looks like it's uh, green screen.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> why, uh, I'm bedazzled a little bit here. I think yeah. i take yeah. it off because uh, it's a close-up. Okay. I think back here... Yeah, what the heck? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, as long as my face is still here, kind of. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't see it there. It's <laughs> a so close-up. Uh, where will we go? Oh, so this one here, it's a long-exposure daytime... What kind of ND filter are you using for this? An ND 8, uh, a 10?
1: I think that was an 8. Um, I think that's the one I lost when we were out shooting pitchers. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Uh, <laughs> it, it was all good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, probably F11. Uh it could be F16, probably F11. No, I was shooting a lot of F11 for five nice steps. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And, uh, and a circular polarizer, too. So. Okay. Cut the color.
0: To, yeah, and to cut the reflections yeah. out of the water, right? There's uh, the one shot down here we'll get to where you can see the rocks under the surface of the water, and I'm guessing using a polarizer for that to take the reflection off the surface.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the key for sure.
0: Yeah. Nice. All right, this guy here. Uh, sweet, sweet capture, man.
1: This is awesome. Yeah. I was lucky on that one. Um, Tumbler Ridge, up, uh, kind of the base of where shipwrecking is up there, and it uh, was by... I did a little camp out that night, so I went up hiking, it was a super nice day, and then came back into my my trailer, and all of a sudden this big storm came in, so I waited out the storm, and um, I was camping right next to this little pond lake, and all of a sudden the sun was starting to set, the storm went away, and then this big, kind of almost-ventricular cloud came out and uh, got hit by, blasted by that sun, so luckily I I was there for the right time and just kind of magic happened that day. So cool. Um, this one is a uh, long exposure on the water and then I I uh, blended the uh, blended with the upper part portion of the photo too. So I just oh, wanted cool. the water to be like glass. How often do you do composites like that? Um, more often now just because I kind of like doing it. And uh, yeah, it just they don't have to, always have to. I have a few shots of this where it worked out fine, but I just wanted the water to be so glassy, smooth, yeah, they'll uh, just reflect. So
0: you said uh, the magic happened that day. How often when you go out, like, do you, do you get something like great every time you go out? Like, is it discipline, or is it just you? Or, or do you just go out and whatever you get, you get? Like, how how often um, are you getting something magical like this? Is it um, you can't say it's guaranteed.
1: Yeah, it's never all the time, but it seems like more often lately that I get something that so, I don't. Why do you think that is? I'm not sure. Maybe just I've been maybe it hit that 10,000 photo mark, you know, and get better. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard So, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, I don't take a whole lot of frames either. So, um, like, I one of these images coming up, I, I did maybe took 27 photos. On the, whole t- on the whole trip and I just have an image in my mind and I think that's what I go for so I try to make that happen yeah. Does it happen like like you
0: know Jasper you're familiar with it do you have those images hitting filling your head as you drive there or like are yeah. you just keep an open mind you walk in you see what's there and then the image kind of starts to construct itself how does it work for it?
1: Yeah usually I have a, a thought a place I want to go and then I do hit the stops on the way down. I do stop quite a bit because I'm not waiting on anybody and nobody's waiting on me. So you have that freedom. Uh, and usually that image kind of morphs. It depends how tired I am too. Let's just do, I'll leave after dinner and then head to Jasper. So, and then see what happens on the way down. And for people listening, how far of a drive is that for you time wise? Oh, uh, Jasper is four and a half hours. Yeah, you know, okay, from here. Yeah. So it's, it's not too bad. I'm used to driving a lot with my normal day to day work. So you
0: work all day, then go to Jasper, then you're home by breakfast, and then yeah. work yeah. again, or are you time it for when your day off so you could sleep a bit.
1: Well, usually uh, sleep a bit, but well, <laughs> I, I try not to let the wife down either. So
0: yeah. I try to stay. That's yeah. a good good principle of. Uh, of uh, sustainable marriages don't, don't let the wife down
1: she doesn't mind me doing this stuff so that that's kind of a nice yeah yeah absolutely yeah As she knows i'll go crazy otherwise
0: today's episode is brought to you by prairie view photo tours prairie view photo tours invites photographers of all levels to book their all-inclusive authentic Alberta adventure at pvphototours.com uh now speaking of Jasper and I don't know if this is Jasper
1: or not, but it's certainly a mountain. Tell me about this down yeah. I was on my way to Jasper and uh once I got there I took some great photos down on the way. Um I was feeling pretty good. So that's Yoho National Park. So that's the, down by Lake Louise. And so I just decided to keep driving down the Icefield Parkway. It was middle, you know, black and snowing. Um Icefield Parkway is pretty icy in the winter all the time. So you don't realize how fast you're going until the Mm. morning you're coming back. (laughs) You're like, oh, (laughs) yeah, maybe I should have went a little slower. But I got here um, probably four four 430 in the morning and kind of scouted out a spot in the dark. And um, so that was about eight hours, seven and a half hours away. And that was a good trip and driving all night. And then uh, kind of got my spot set up and waited for a kind of Blue Hour and uh, that nice warm glow of the cabin. Yeah, kind of a, it's been shot a lot, that one, but I that's one of those ones I had in my mind that I wanted to get. And
0: When I was looking at this image, um, what I wanted to ask, and you, as I'm glad you said it was Blue Hour, how much of it is Blue Hour and how much of it is a color grade, like a color
1: edit after the fact? Uh, I would say that this one's probably... Eighty percent blue hour. Let me <laughs> Yeah, it didn't. I was like, hoping to get a little, little more sun out, but it, the sun was hidden behind the clouds by the time that came. So, yeah, it's uh, that was one of those magical times too. It was yeah, lightly, lightly snowing and then it stopped.
0: You have a lot of those in this list. I noticed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Obviously, and then, and then our, favorite, our favorite photos are favorite memories, right? Are those times. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I was one of three people there i uh, taking pictures. So oh, amazing. Which yeah. is like not populated at all for this kind of place. <laughs> no, this place is pretty quiet, especially in the morning time. So yeah, I had my seat and my rubber boots in the water so I can I have too much distractions and yeah, I'll try not to disturb the water at all. It get yeah. those nice, nice reflection and that's one exposure. <laughs> Excuse
0: yeah. me. So, oh, oh, this is a one long exposure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably uh, four seconds or something like that. It's nice quick. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Oh. I love that day. That was a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> On to
0: uh, some pretty exciting aurora shots here.
1: Yeah, uh, this one I always call like my dream home. <laughs> <laughs> this house is a is about half an hour away cool. from me, and uh, I had a kind of interesting story. It was built in my twenties, and a fellow made it built it for his fiance, and uh, they never got married, and it was never lived in. I was told, so. <laughs> They're kind of a sad but lonely house.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but
1: I've got some amazing Aurora shots with this house in there too, besides this day. It's kind of my go-to now. But It's kind it's of so up in a hill. Solitary, solitary house, solitary tree. <laughs> yeah. And a hint to Aurora that night, it wasn't expected to be a lot, but it worked out really nice. You yeah. know, it's... Uh... And then in the last, I think it was last October... Or... October or the year before that, there was a G seven storm aurora show, and it was exploding over that house and wow. Yeah, yeah,
0: amazing. And I like how I like how it uh, there's the contrast of the house against the snow here as well, because adds an yeah. added added element to it. I
1: think. Yeah, I go out in the snow a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: kind of, um, I, if I don't get out, I, I don't go, and then I feel bad about it. One of the
0: benefits of going out in the snow to get, a ton, I get photographs at night is that the, it actually adds a little bit of uh, ambient light.
1: <laughs> yeah. It yeah, makes yeah. it easier. Yeah. 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 The stars shine and everything, even the aurora, like it'll it'll turn the snow green sometimes. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's it pretty cool. Awesome. Another aurora shot right here. And I
0: love this one. This is me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This was not. That's crazy. This is <laughs> this year. Yeah. Yeah. That was quite the show, too. It was snowing like crazy in GP. And, uh, I woke, I set an alarm for 1230 and just to check the weather and, uh, I decided, well, maybe it's, it's not so bad somewhere else because Alberta weather is kind of strange. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I went to Ryecroft, Alberta for this long. I drove that's uh, 12... 45 minutes or so.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't, yeah. I thought it was further than that, but that's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it might be 45 and it depends on the weather too, but. Um, and then it was it was clearing up, so I was I was very lucky. Yeah, while you're driving, you're kind of looking out the window, hanging your head. It was minus twenty. It was cold, but uh,
0: I know they uh When I was driving home from uh, with you the night the auroras were going on, and I kept like had to fight that habit to look out at them going on because yeah. they looked so neat. And I'm like I have to watch out for like moose and deer and and stuff on the yeah. valley. I can't be paying attention to the
1: auroras. <laughs> yeah, I have my camera, my phone set up on my my truck so I can do like a, a phone long exposure while I'm driving just to see if there's any color right? out of a tester. <laughs> yeah. So get a little antsy. The technology uh, used it to help you, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was lucky enough to find this in the dark. Cause I, I wasn't sure where I was going to find the spot to take those up. Luckily I found this abandoned farm and, uh, it was a perfect, perfect backdrop. Yeah. You know,
0: the Auroras are super cool here, but yeah. like, I think like the fact that you have the barn there adds so much to it. Like if you, if you have the exact same photo but without the barn there, you know, it's just like, oh, it's a, you know, I mean, there's still crazy Auroras, but okay. So, but yeah. that adds like so much more
1: interest, you know? The lighting on that barn was uh, a passing car. Oh, how about that? On the face of the barn too, there was a little bit of, uh, I, I used my flashlight as a, Little light painting, too, just to yeah. light it up a little bit. Yeah. That's one shot, but it was in. The, that was a pretty nice storm. That was crazy. Yeah. That's
0: uh, that's definitely using ambient light, right? Like you got that yeah. car, you know, now. <laughs> Ta- time, time, time. Were you timing for that car?
1: No, it just happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause there's other on the left side, you can see it driving away as well. That's the highway. Oh, okay. I see. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah, it was it was
0: lucky. Now you told me a story about this one, and uh, yeah. I'm really excited about this story because this is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it's and uh... the the same farm, uh, they're just across from each other. So if you look left, there's the house, and look right, there's the bar. The bar. The same, same night or a different night? Same night. Yeah. Um. So this one, this house, obviously abandoned too, and uh, uh, this is like eight eight second exposure, so. I uh, put myself in there with a flashlight just to kind of show that there's, I don't know, nothing in there, just me. And I heard while I was standing there, like a a scrape thump, scrape thump, probably about six or seven steps. And it was coming from the upstairs of that house. And I'm like, no way. So I was waiting for that shutter click. Once I had that shutter click, I kind of like shimmied out of there, kind of tiptoed away super fast. And uh, went and grabbed my truck and brought it closer. And I just hung out, hung out for another hour, doing a time lapse of that house. And uh, but there's no way someone was in there just because it's minus 20, broken windows, it's cold, yeah, dead quiet, no wind at all. So I don't, I'm not very superstitious, but it, there was definitely a ghost in there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, you said you got the heebie-jeebies, but what really impresses yeah. me is that you got that visceral feeling of the willies. But you're like, no, I gotta f- wait for the exposure. Yeah, right. gotta get the phone.
1: Yeah, get one thing with that quick, that was out of there. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't had too many of those experiences. Like I'm turning 45, and I guess yeah, ghosts are real.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got the great, uh, great photo. To when you look at this photo, does it give, does it bring back any of those?
1: Yeah, yeah, it gives me the <laughs> it just reminds me how I kind of pranced out off that outer oh, frame there. <laughs> it's <an opera>. yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. It's that clever shutter question happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was holding my breath over it was so quiet except for those footsteps. I, I couldn't imagine it being a bear or right? anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Animal? could it could it have been any animal or something? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: But it's so cold. Yeah, it's not like anybody's in there. So
0: And how long were you there
1: before the noises occurred? I was there probably half an hour before I started taking pictures of that house. So, okay. And then I stuck around for another hour, uh, doing the time lapse. So yeah, yeah I do not know. It was weird. <laughs> but The time lapse of this one is actually really cool too. Cause at the end of it, I'll got a lot of reds, uh, uh-huh. coming up the Aurora and, uh, it looked really nice. Well, I think it's on my Instagram stuff too. So.
0: Ms. So uh, one thing I noticed, uh, of being out in northern Alberta now is that I get notifications all the time that there's going to be a out. Yeah. and no matter no matter how many times I get photos of them, like I really want to go out and get more photos of them, and yeah. I, I'm like I, I could pretty much count that count on it that they're going to be the next night or next week or not, and I'll, I'll get like a hundred more yeah. opportunities, but I still feel like
1: crap if I miss it. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Me too. Yeah, yeah. You know, that <laughs> big show and it's all over the Facebook or <laughs> it's, 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 everywhere, babe. right? And you're just this show? oh my god, I slept. I slept in.
0: <laughs> last night, there was, uh, I got an Aurora notification that was supposed to be, or was it today? I think there was, it was last night or today, earlier than today, I got the Aurora notification. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be awesome to be able to get, like, a long exposure of the fires yeah. with the Aurora? But unfortunately, well, no, because there's just too much smoke.
1: <laughs> I saw somebody got it. It, oh, it looks awesome.
0: Oh, fires and Aurora?
1: It was going to lip it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> It was so much much smoke here. It's almost unbearable outside.
0: It hurts my heart that they got that and I didn't.
1: (laughs) I know. Yeah, I was thinking about it too. And, of course, there's always, every time you get that notification uh, or anything like a solar eclipse or something like that, it's cloudy. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of the luck of it, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. so uh,
0: I'll I'll finish off with this photo before we talk about the the fire and whatnot. But uh, this guy here and Diamond—he's yeah. taking this photo. Actually, this is pretty early cool. there. So, yeah, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 this I, one.
1: I figured I'd put that one in because that's one of the last photos I've taken, and usually, to me, like usually the last one is my favorite until the next one comes. Right. And uh, <laughs> uh, and it was with a, a new person, and you know, it was awesome. It was a great day. Uh, we're lucky enough to go up to vast Pyramid, Pyramid Mountain and uh, luckily there was the ice was mel- mostly melted on it I guess so but I'm not sure why I saw the grass as a foreground feature but I thought it adds a little bit of something yeah. instead of this uh, the rocks underneath the water um, but uh, yeah it would, I think if we stayed there uh, that night we would have got Aurora behind that mountain <laughs> so <laughs>
0: Stabbed, <laughs> no,
1: right? yeah, yeah, but stupid me had to work in the morning. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, well, even that was okay. It was like double double stab though, because when uh, after after I was going back from Grand Prairie down even to Valley View, I could see them right in the sky as it got uh, past Sturgeon Lake where the fires are right now, and it was just amazing. And what did I not bring? A tripod. <laughs> I was like. Uh-huh. I thought, well, always the best.
1: Yeah, yeah that was that's, the worst We did, and it was a, uh, it was a really nice one. Yeah, we, um, we were lucky enough to get some photos. I noticed you got some great ones too of this area.
0: Yeah, I was really lucky. I mean, the scenery, of course, and it's hard to, it's hard to screw that up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it can't beat it. it was,
0: yeah, yeah, no, yeah, amazing. Yeah, so, um, drop. You know, it's been about a week since that, and I was actually planning on going to i uh, done vegan this weekend uh, with somebody to go get some the the bridge there and get the river valley and, and get some of the photos of video content there. But uh, nature had other plans. Yeah, uh, I took this today. Amazing. Uh, this is uh, down the street from my house. Uh, so I'm in Valley View. This is the fire you see here is in Sturgeon Lake. And then if you if you pan a little bit to the right of the photo off into the distance there's another small one that started today at the time this photo was taken which is at about uh, about 3.30 this afternoon and actually you can see in the foreground there, well you got, here I'm going to turn off the ticker for a second you can see in the foreground there there's some RVs a little car car going around there, but just for scale, so that's about 15 minute drive from where I live where all that smoke is there So,
1: but it's as long towards me
0: and blown towards you. Yeah. But yeah, it is. But you also have um like not just is there a fire in between you and there's yeah. actually fires up in Grand Prairie in your area as well.
1: Yeah, there's about um it's southwest of us where I where I'm and it's uh about twelve kilometers away or so. So yeah. So far we're good. Yeah. Even They've so- got nice. uh, hundred
0: and ten active fires, wildfires in Alberta today. Yeah. And uh this one, uh the small one to the right of this is uh, was 60 hectares, I think, but this one was listed as like 1,700
1: hectares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, she's pretty big. A stunning shot, though. <laughs> well,
0: cheers, yeah, thanks. That's <laughs> beautiful, but scary, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. I don't know, it's like Waco. It reminds me of yeah. Waco. <laughs> yeah, it's unreal.
1: Yeah. Um, This is one you took, I guess, on your street? Yeah, just a cell phone shot while we were driving, yeah. actually wife and I yeah that's close to my house saying yeah, yeah a little bit of blue sky of that towards uh, that's towards View, and uh They last for a while <laughs> yeah but what an eerie night just everything turned orange and uh, I couldn't yeah when street lights came on like that that's right off my balcony wow. and uh yeah it was um uh an eerie feeling like what a, a weird eerie mood that orange cast and uh, it felt like you had sun sunglasses on the whole time. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you get a
0: chance to see the sun through any of the smoke?
1: I saw it today, actually, just oh, before we started. Oh, just, just pure, sure. red. <laughs> yeah, pure red?
0: Yeah, pure red. Pure red, to like, perfectly crisp disc. It looks like <laughs> you record button on your camera LCD. Yeah.
1: <laughs> actually, there's sunspots on it, too. I, I kind of zoomed in with my Sun Me 200 and that's yeah. what I used. And, um, handheld with and a stabilizer. And, oh, that's um, amazing. It was nice and clean, so... Oh, uh, uh, I'll show yeah. you
0: later on. Beginning. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that.
1: Yeah, yeah, awesome. But that yesterday we couldn't see the sun at all. It just knocked yeah. everything out. Yeah, this is just looks yeah. like you're on Mars. Yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, really, really eerie. Yeah, yeah. And then this one was uh, uh, just just up the a little bit north of here, farmland, some old grain bin, the grain storage bins, and same property the, here. Same property, yeah. Just yeah, same same acres. And yeah, it was just a weird hazy day. That was in the morning yesterday morning and then it got worse at throughout the day. Yeah. So yeah, we're hopefully everything's gonna be okay and people are safe.
0: Yeah, they got uh we got updated emergency alerts and I'll I'll check my phone after the podcast to see if we have any okay. more. Uh, yeah. But uh we had Fox Creek is evacuated down yeah. to White Court. There are uh the Sturgeon Lake Cree Nation. Everybody, kind of in the surrounding area, has come to Valley View, and now they're shipping people down from Valley View to Edmonton, and they just issued yeah. a voluntary evac for Valley View. They said oh. there's no risk of. They, yeah, they said there's no risk of fire yet, but uh, because of the smoke, if you have respiratory problems or whatever, if you want to yeah. go, go to Edmonton. Here's a number to to coordinate your stuff. Okay. And uh, yeah, but we're we're gonna we're gonna hang out here because there's no risk of fire uh, so far. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. definitely got to go back to try to get up hunger exposure to the fire tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope everything's going to be good. <laughs> so, yeah. it's for you.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, geez. It, it's been feeling like it's going to rain all day today, but it's just been a tease. Like, no no water, no no. Yes. Yeah. Just the cork looks breeze. dry. It looks really dry.
1: <laughs> and the winds, yeah. by the way, today are not helpful. Like, they got super strong winds today. Yeah. yeah I guess in it Greece, it's own wind, too. So, yeah. fun spars. Just kind of keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully nope. it dies out soon and uh, I know it's not. So. Back to
0: life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So Jesse, I, I put in the bottom there, your website and your Instagram. Is there mm-hmm. a anywhere people can find you anywhere else you want them to go to? Uh, oh, actually before we, hold on. Yes. Before we go on to that, you introduced me to an app. I haven't, I checked it out. I haven't signed up yet, but I'm going to because it looks yeah. great. We're photographers. <clears throat> uh, called Glass. Can you talk about that in your experience on that app? Because some of us have been yeah. looking, I know Instagram's maybe going back to photos now, but some of us have yeah. gone to Vero, been maybe a bit disappointed. Like we're, we're, that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so what,
1: what's that experience like on Glass? And tell me about that. I'm excited. That. part Glass feels like, um, a little like a polished Instagram where you can zoom in on, on your photos or other people's photos on it. It shows the exit files. Um, it's a paid subscription, so there's no ads. Uh, there's no nope. but a of. Uh, I think it's twenty nine a year. Twenty nine a year, okay, Canadian. Yeah, Canadian, yeah, okay, yeah. So so far, a lot, when I got it, I think it was about that. Um, it just seems really intuitive. Uh, that you have followers, people follow you, uh, and they have likes, but you don't see how many you have, how many likes or followers. Um, you just have people commenting or or giving you appreciations. It's called. So they appreciate your photo, which is
0: good. Is, nice, but... is appreciation basically the equivalent of a like or is it like like? It's a... a like. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So they don't show you likes, but they're showing you appreciations,
1: which is. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to use and um, you don't get cropped either. So that's good. I and mean, that's really cool. I thought, yeah. That's the, that's
0: the one of the things with Vero I like is that it has the full res photos. There's no crop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and <laughs> but the, but the, inter, the interactive, yeah it's like I did, I guess it's not, yeah it's not fair I do get some interaction but uh, not I don't know it's yeah. not, there's There's something there's some I don't know what it is some ineffable something that seems to be missing
1: yeah I don't have a huge following on anything any platform anyways but I just <laughs> I post it because I like it too, and I like mm-hmm. it and uh, whether people like it or not and, and if they follow along that's cool but it's uh, just somewhere I post things and kind of keep things but I think Future is uh, printing my own stuff now. Yeah, yeah that's coming up. So then, because I I get requests for that now, and doing some weddings and portraits and stuff. So, what's your favorite more- place to post? Uh, probably I mostly post on Instagram, and I link it right to my Facebook, um, and then uh, and Glass. So I kind of stopped using Barrel because it kind of kind of died off on My, my interest so but uh yeah and then my website too is it's building a little bit so i yeah i think it's one of those things you got to kind of keep posting your, your stuff on to to make it really active but but it's a another good place to kind of hang out on it for me anyways so
0: yeah no i definitely want to check it out like you were saying like it'll show you what like what gear and settings, everything was shot on. Yeah. Now, does that automatically populate a display or do you have to?
1: Yeah, it populates underneath your photo, um, your exposure time, the lens and stuff. So, and now you can actually go into view, uh, uh, say you want to look at your R6 and what kind of photos have been taken with that R6. Uh, you can click on R6 and it'll show you what what people are using R sixteens here, R phones or Nikons, whatever, any film Nikon, And uh Fuji films, whatever. They have a huge list of cameras and lenses. You pick a lens that you wanna maybe buy and kind of see what kind of be oh, shots what we're cool. getting. So I think that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I uh, and I think it's like it. I was thinking about it a lot. I'm like, okay, for selling maybe like prints or something to somebody, that might not be a platform for you because it seems that's really for photographers and it's for photographers yeah. who are going to pay for a membership to post things to other photographers, essentially. You're going
1: to get the, people.
0: Yeah. And legit love of the art. Uh, yeah, exactly. And yeah. just a, a quality, you know, quality, quality uh, platform, I think. So I'm excited. Yeah. to. I'm, I just kind of did a yeah. quick little once over. I uh, did a little quick read on it, but I'm really excited to kind of dig my uh, dig my
1: teeth into that app. So
0: thanks yeah, for thanks cool. for the intro on that.
1: Yeah, I've been on it for a while, and I haven't got any spam or you know any any weird messages or crypto stuff or you know that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. it's kind of refreshing. So what um what's your user? Do you have a username on there? Like how do you what's it, how do people find it. you there? Yeah, it's right eye, yeah right underscore eye uh, photography. So.
0: Oh shoot, is it right underscore yeah. eye photography or right
1: Basically. eye? No, that's right. Right eye underscore.
0: Oh, okay. I th- I thought the whole time I was displaying it wrong.
1: Nope. <laughs> no, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's uh pretty much everything's that for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I try to keep it all the same, so it's easy for me. <laughs> and awesome. easy for others, yeah.
0: So, uh, website, Instagram, Glass, Instagram yeah. populates to Facebook, if they can find yeah. it on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, any projects, anything on the go you want to talk about before we uh, sign off?
1: I just got a couple of weddings and uh, some grad photos coming up for some people. And uh, other than that, I'm just going out when I can. And, yeah, uh, I'm lucky enough to have a, a full-time job that has a, a schedule. So I utilize my off days pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think a little more um, uh, landscape with portraits, you know, using some light uh, external lighting and stuff. They've made what's coming up, too. I want to kind of practice on that. Like finding people to kind of be subjects in a landscape scene? Is yeah, what? yeah, in a bigger landscape scene or, you know, just kind of add that human feature, uh, human element into in the landscape, which I think is pretty important to do sometimes. Nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely for, for scale and for, uh, well, yeah, for a sense of like projecting yourself into the environment, yeah.
1: Yeah, somebody can could feel, hey, I could be there too. Exactly. Yeah. Also, though. So- Jeff, that's... thanks for coming on tonight. No problem. Thank you for having me. This is my first one ever. <laughs> oh,
0: awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I'm glad to, to, uh, yeah. to be here first. And uh, yeah, well, happy to have you on again and looking forward to going out shooting with you again at some point.
1: Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, that's for sure. Just made Likewise the... with other people, I'd like to meet more people too.
0: Yeah, hey, Jeff is, in, oh, sorry, Jeff, not Jeff, Jesse, excuse me, is in yeah. Grand Prairie. And uh, you can find him at Red Eye Photography. Please reach out. Great guy to go shooting with, uh, speak for experience, and uh, please uh, take him up on that offer. So, oh, thanks for having me. Jesse, no problem. Talk to you soon. All right. You bet. Thanks. Bye.